We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. What we do not do is spy unlawfully on Americans. We are leaving in 2014. Period. Ladies and gentlemen, we got them. America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. In order to fight and defeat this enemy, it is necessary to wage a new all-out offensive. You are listening to Biting the Bullet with Luke and Typo. That's what we're supposed to do. Yeah, we're supposed to hit record when we're trying to record an episode. I know. Not, uh, well, I know. We did like 30 minutes of conversation. <laughs> I know. Well, see, uh, this is, I was thinking about this before. I wanted to tell everybody, like, this isn't a show for you guys. This is a, this is typo and I get to talk time at the end of the week. Yeah. Um, because we don't live together anymore. And you guys are just invited to listen to the conversation. Like, that's yeah. kind of how this. This is this. That's what this show is at this point. Like it, it, uh, at first it was, you know, we get to hang out and bullshit about everything that we bullshitted about all week. But now it's like, yeah, we text and we will play a video game or two throughout the week. But now it's like, oh, I get to catch up with uh, my buddy um, yeah. at the end of the week. And let's bullshit about the fucking news like we norm- like we used to. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically, well, yeah. First, you know, the first like time we talk is like, something personal that we don't want to share with everyone and we do that for like 15 minutes and then it's like oh shit dude we should uh probably start recording this because our our conversations like start off you know personal stuff and then it leaks into like dude did you see that article this week or like no and then it's like oh shit we got to record because we're getting rid of content yeah 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 so then we're like okay we better we better start this like now (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, now there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of shit that went on this week. None was like, I, you know, I really wasn't on Twitter that much this week. I think this is how all of our conversations start out. It's like how much of, how much of Twitter did I I eat yeah. up this week? Um, some of the big things that stood out to me was Joe Rogan went on Flagrant and got really fucking high. I, I heard that was a good that. episode. Yeah, um, too flagrant uh, or whatever it is, flagrant foul or whatever or fucking that guy's name is um i can't remember. i can never remember andrew, his andrew name. schultz i remember <laughs> andrew <him>. schultz <laughs> um yeah i heard it was i heard it was pretty good um i didn't really consume a whole lot of twitter i was on tiktok a lot uh just fucking around i really want to get our videos on tiktok because i think they would do well um especially some of our one-liners we'd probably get kicked off the platform multiple times yeah but it seems like you can just keep making a new account like it doesn't seem like they perma ban accounts yeah. so you yeah. know that's a that's an avenue Fucking, of approach dude uh so tiktok is like the zoomers realm that's how i kind of mm-hmm. think about it like that's where the zoomers like hang out online at least a lot of them do yeah. and they fucking love stranger things dude yeah <laughs> the they're zoomers. obsessed with it Dude, like the I, 80s are coming back. I mean, yeah, because fucking, I think, I mean, part of it has to be to Stranger Things. For some reason, oh, yeah. the Zoomers love it, dude. Like, I actually stayed off TikTok a lot because, like, every other 
one I saw was all about Stranger Things. And I was like, I'm kind of tired of listening to this. <laughs> it's the same yeah. song. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. The fucking um, Sarah Bush song, whatever. Yes. The running song. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, dude, it is. Um, we w- It was funny. I had to go to a wedding over the Childerberg weekend. My girlfriend and I, we went shopping so she could get a dress. Mm-hmm. And she's like. I hate the fucking style right now. It's like little, I was like, yeah, it's like little house on the prairie. Like if you go to any of those stores, you know, the H and M's or the forever 21s or anything, it's like little house on the prairie. And it's because like the eighties are back and they're back with a vengeance and they should have stayed in the eighties. Like I swear to God, like it's horrible. I don't care how much it's like your, it's like your buddy from Intel at second tanks Borja. yeah dude he was obsessed with the 80s yes. and everything he said was a cliche extremely cringy and i didn't it, it bothered the fuck out of me and he just it thought a, it was so cool yeah he thought, he thought it was thought the it, coolest thing and it was like dude that is super super gay like just it, at stop. first at first because we love movie references right like and i love love the 80s movies i love them yeah they're great movies and at first when we first like hung out like the i I think you only hung out with them like what four or five times well i hung out with we hung out more than that but like oh okay at the beginning yeah we hung out quite a bit because i mean we went to palm springs and shit and then to those weird bars yep weird bars out in joshua yucca valley yeah valley yeah well he so, so I yeah. hung out so with then, him quite a bit. So then you know that, like at first, yeah. it's hilarious. You're like, yeah. oh, and dude, then we're, fucking... and then every time we're in the car, we're listening to fucking Night Rider or Night uh, Night Moves. Night, night moves. yeah, working on a night move. I mean, I I I have that song on my playlist. It's a great song. It's a great it's a great song. song. <laughs> but I couldn't listen. I I ha- I couldn't listen to it for like a year and a half after knowing it. Yeah. Dude, and this guy too, like if you if you weren't playing 80s music, you would just sit in the back and talk shit about all these songs you're playing. Yeah. And if you were playing like uh I don't know, like uh, dude, some... d- don't get me started on hip hop. If we played any type of hip hop, oh, it was yeah. like you gotta... And he's fucking he's Mexican. He will at least gu- he looks gu- Guatemalan. <laughs> Whatever. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean he was cool i liked i liked him but like man when he started to like doing his quotes from like every 80s movie i'm like god damn dude like there's this entire conversation revolved around just 80s yeah like references it was like all right that's funny oh that that one's good too i liked that movie all right all right bro like you're you're not tom cruise you're the same height but you're not tom cruise like <laughs> yeah he was a short stocky dude yeah and it was I, I don't know but the 80s is in right now and it's intense and it's like the zoomers like end all be all currently yeah, i don't they, know it's super weird i didn't realize so many zoomers were into stranger things so i i was just i mean obvious actually i should have been obvious because it's like targeted at young teenagers doing like cool ass shit but all right oh, okay here i got a question for you does zoomers sound inherently demeaning did a zoomer tell you that <laughs> no i'm just saying it kind of I, to me it kind of sounds demeaning i feel well, like maybe like, because you like attach, we're the millennials we're yeah, like you the millennials so many negative connotations to the zoomer that you just think it is degrading <laughs> yeah well i mean i use it degradingly but 
yeah zoomer like we get millennials it's like we're born around the millennia like the the 2000 like we were born right in that area so it makes sense like we're the millennials and then like before that they were like fucking named after chromosomes i don't know they were (laughs) they were the baby boomer generation the uh the great war generation i guess and then you have um what is it dude generation z generation x or whatever like and then you have zillennials and zoomers and i think that's actually probably the same thing i don't know particularly if it is but it sounds the same um but zoomer sounds intentionally demeaning to me (laughs) and i kind of love it because it it does and that's how i use it but i I don't know if it sounds demeaning to anybody else so i was wondering yeah well like what's funny too is like in the i always make fun of my sister because she's like right on the cusp of fucking being like I think she's like the youngest millennial. Like, you know what I mean? Like she's, yeah, she's like 96, right. Or 97. Oh shit. No, she's a fucking zoomer. Well, that's okay. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I, was, I don't fucking be. know where the cutoff yeah, is. Dude. I don't know either, I don't know. dude. I don't, I just fucking guess, dude. I just assume it's like, well, you're born in zoomer. Zoomer could be 2010. Like, I don't, I don't know. There's the zillennials and I don't really know what that fucking word means. Like it oh, starts dude. with a fucking X. We already got another one. So, oh my Well, God. I think that's before zoomers. Like, I think it's millennials, zillennials, like, and then so zoomer. Like children, right? Well, zoomers would be like the, 2010s on yeah yeah and then zillennials they're turning 21 oh i see okay so okay i thought i don't but i don't know i don't i don't know i don't know but i think i think it's i don't know if it's correct but i think it would make sense to distinguish between 2000s babies and 2010s babies because it's a completely different world and they grew up completely differently yeah. So I think that is an easily distinguishable characteristic trait of a generation. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I could be fucking wrong. But to me, this fucking 93 millennial, maybe I'm just getting into my old age. And I'm like, because it, it was like my stepmom. She was born in 80. No, she wasn't. She was born. Oh, fuck. I don't remember when my parents were born. She was born literally on the last year that if you look up millennial, it was the first yeah, year like of the, the millennial first, generation. Yeah. And yeah, 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 because yeah, 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 we we yeah, <laughs> she was like adamant that she wasn't a millennial because she was talking about millennials a certain way. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, you're a millennial. Like you you are. And because I knew her birthday and then and uh I was like, You're a millennial. And she was like, No, I'm not. And I was like, Yeah, you are. Like just yeah. giving her the heat, bro. Just because it was funny as shit, just to watch her like. I'm not a millennial. And then I was like, that's just exactly what millennials say. All of us say we're not millennials. That's what we do. We don't subscribe to labels. (laughs) Dude, I had like a cousin that was born in like 88 and was like trying to tell me. Definitely a millennial. Oh, she wasn't a millennial. I'm like, no, you are like, like, what are you talking about? You're we're like six years. I'm like six years younger than you. Like I'm a millennial. <laughs> like Lexi's yeah. damn near a fucking zoomer. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? All right. About? So 81 to 96 is millennials. And then Gen Z is the 97 to 2012. And I think those are the zoomers. Okay. Wait, what was the dates again for the zoomers? Zoomers are... 
So millennials are 81 to 96 and Gen Z is 97 to 2012. So your sister's a fucking Zoomer. Wow, dude. I'm going to go insult her after we're done. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, it's, in, it's it's intentionally insulting. Like, the, <laughs> like, they should be. I love how, but the other thing is, like, there's there's boomers, which is hilarious. Um, boomers one and boomers two. So there's two groups of boomers. The first group of boomers is 46 to 54. The second group is 55 to 64. So it's just one big group of boomers. Oh, wow. Okay. From 46 to 64. And that makes sense. That kind of generally put them all into the same category. Yeah. When the Um, huge population burst in these like 15, 16 years. Yeah. Yeah. And then Gen X is 65 to 80. And that kind of makes sense. That's like when... Like my mom was 16 when she had me in 93. So she was born in 78, 77, something like that. She's so like she the grew last up in the, of the Gen X. Yeah. So she grew She's up like in a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> she like grew up in the in the 80s, you know, like the, I think that's how it's determined is like you reach. It's like where you're reaching young adulthood is what they base it off of. So it's like you're growing up in the or no, I guess if she was 16, it would have been 77 because three would make 80, 13 years would be, she was 60 when she had me. So yeah, 93. So anyway, so she was 77 when she was born. And uh, yeah, so the way it works out, I don't know. I think it's where you're like reaching young adulthood and that's kind of like where they reach the yeah, she would, mass she would majority. Like end of the 80s, like early the 90s teenager in the early 90s like growing up in the post grunge era dude that and, means like no, that's we're a like, great era to me. we're like the uh end of the 2000s uh, we're the end of the 2000s we're the 70s babies of the gen xers yeah yeah okay i see yeah we're the 70s babies but see the gen x the gen x clan you know that that fucking 68 to 80 like or 65 to 80 um 1965 to 1980 group like they were just kind of like our parents told us uh, told us if we just keep our heads down and work hard we'll get to where we want to go the there's a lot of shit that's fucked up and they tell us that but as long as we work hard we can get there and generally that was kind of true for them for the lot of them um yeah and sure. then, but they also grew up knowing about the crack epidemic um oh yeah they uh oj simpson um they grew up with uh nirvana uh because nirvana was big in the late 80s um uh fat boy slim i'm just listening artists now (laughs) listening artists dude he's still fat fat boy slim dj is currently still and he's really fucking good oh he goes to like edm shows and he has a really good performance i just noticed I've noticed some people that's like, well, I, I, this is probably ain't that big of a transition for like DJ Slim, but like when people like move into like the EDM scene and they just do phenomenal, it's really weird. Like, I'm not saying well, that it's And he easy. was always, he was always like that kind of person though. Like his, his wasn't really like giant performances where he's out there rapping. Like that's true. Remember yeah. his music's kind of like 
techno-y DJ-ish. Yeah. Like he wasn't, he was more of an MC that DJ'd. So he, and oh, put he'd on probably a show. be like kind of like almost the beginning of the EDM scene. Like yeah, he like he's like, yeah, he was he was that kind. So it, it was really cool. I watched him. I didn't watch him live, but I watched one of his shows and it was really fucking good. Random. But anyways, the Gen Xers, you know, they kind of grew up in that era. And we grew up in the era of just like everything's on fire. Uh, <laughs> you might figure it out. Um, if you don't, fuck you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're like we the New up, Yorkers. We're like the we New grew Yorkers. Up and of buildings the were falling from the sky. We're like, what? Yeah, is like legit, on? like literally falling from the sky. And we're like, oh, is this normal? And everybody's like, no, bro, it's not normal, but it's normal for you. Yeah. 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 It's normal for us. What do you mean? Buildings don't fly into, or planes don't, buildings don't fly. Planes <laughs> don't fly into buildings when you're growing up. That's not normal. <laughs> yeah. Dude, now it's like fucking a Tuesday going up. On a Tuesday, oh but, you know, God. like, yeah, you guys don't have wars that last 20 years. Like, that's not normal for you guys. And they're like, nah, fam, like your your housing market doesn't collapse. What? Twice. What <laughs> it doesn't collapse twice. I thought this was a rotational thing. Like, we just do it every once in a while, like shake things yeah. up a little bit, make it more exciting. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh my uh, god. But the the interesting thing about so the reason the original reason why I brought up TikTok is there's a lot more uh there's content creators are getting really big on TikTok, right? Like there's yeah. there's just something sure. about like the seven second to three minute video I think that you can have on TikTok TikTok now. It was kind of something that you saw with like Instagram when it first came out and Snapchat. But Snapchat really, it was kind of hard for like content creators, it seemed like, to have like a big yeah. influence on Snapchat. But it was cool for friend groups, right? Oh, yeah. And like to get people follow you. Um, and then, but Instagram kind of dig it, did it where it got big when it started doing the Snapchat story type deal. And oh, then yeah. just being able to post videos on Instagram totally killed Vine. Like it destroyed Vine yep. because yep. Instagram was Vine just... Did Instagram do that first and then Vine kind of collapsed? Vine came out and then Instagram uh, came out with that video. And Vine was actually in a fight with it over them saying that it was, you know. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And then, and then Vine. Yeah. And then Vine collapsed because it was just like, there's, you can't, they they just didn't have the people on the platform anymore. But the thing about TikTok that's cool is that it's like specific to this, you know, like it's like its own thing. And yeah. Instagram kind of stole the the reels aspect of it, but it doesn't yeah. seem to be doing as well. Like it does well, but TikTok just seems to be doing it well. But the cool thing about TikTok, which is what I wanted to get into real quick, was the amount of people on there that are talking about crypto, the amount of podcasts yeah. that go on there that are very alternative sounding podcasts. They're generally not very like mainstream podcasts, but they're big enough and they sit there and they talk about the housing markets and they talk about um, how the money supply is collapsing and they talk like there's quite a bit of it and don't get me wrong i probably created my own algorithm that brings this to my face way more i don't understand how the algorithm works but generally mine is football and basketball um tutorial like teaching young kids videos for some reason i don't know why but i love to sit there and i I don't know why, but I love sitting there and listening to a coach like explain how to run a fucking uh, an inside slant to like 
like yeah. cult or cult young college age or high school kids yeah, yeah, because yeah. they just have never ran it correctly. And I was like super big on route running, but it, so that comes up all the time. And it's then the other thing, funny, that, obscure things that, yeah, that's kind of like, it's way. just like a me thing, you know, yeah, like yeah, it yeah, makes yeah, yeah. sense. And the way you and I, when we sit here and talk about football, it just like makes sense, but it's yeah. totally obscure. I was telling my girlfriend about that. She's like, that's fucking weird, bro. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I don't, it's whatever. It's well, me. It's fu- yeah. Fucking well, that dude, the algorithm is pretty weird. Cause mine, I don't know how, but I stumbled into like the black comedy scene on TikTok. <laughs> and it's hilarious dude black people dude, on TikTok are the it's funniest the best. people dude, like i don't know I, that's how might, i grew up man it's the best i <laughs> dude i don't know what it is but black people are just so good at making a story better like they are just so good at telling stories like i don't just know because they're roasting everything all at the same time yes because yeah. everything's able to be made fun of all at the same time it doesn't matter yeah. they're so good at that that's why but that's fucking hilarious yeah i see football stuff I honestly, my TikTok is nothing like political stuff. Like maybe a little bit here and there. See, I get the, I, I got that one that I sent you where it's like uh, the fed and it's like, yeah. you better come over. You can only come over here if you have level three plates. And they're like, ah, we got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey bro, was that fully automatic? You can only come over here if there's, if you got level three yeah. plates and they're like, Oh shit, we should leave. And it's a guy dude, in an FBI fucking yeah. uniform or ATF uniform. Well, yeah, dude, there's like that cop on tiktok that like makes kind of like he's kind of uh i don't know how to explain it like he's making fun of like encountering an american that don't fuck around like that's the best place the best way to say it like that's what his videos are about it's always about that and it's kind of funny because i'm like dude i bet that cop knows what's up like he came from like our he knows he knows you know (laughs) he knows dude he knows (laughs) he's so funny watching him like Oh my God. They're so, yeah, like, dude. TikTok can be but, hilarious, dude. Yeah. But the biggest things that I've seen lately, and I, I, I get a lot of the money guys. Like, I get a lot of Gary V videos and I get a lot of like Gary the money v. guys. I love Gary V, dude. Yeah. Gary V's fucking funny as shit. And he, I love the way he talks and the way he speaks about things. But I hate that he fucking pitches NFTs so yes. fucking much. I, I hate it's NFTs. So I think it's the stupidest thing ever. But I, you know, at this point, I don't really care. Like if you're going to go into crypto and stuff like that and you're doing NFTs, at least you're into crypto. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying that NFT is specifically crypto, but generally operates in crypto. So like, go ahead, do it. At least you're under, you're getting an understanding of the basics of what blockchains are and things like that. And I don't even, you probably have more of an idea on what a blockchain is than I do. And I still know that NFTs are fucking stupid. That's so funny that you actually said that because- I don't know. I you're earlier today. I didn't know. So I messaged card and I was like, can you point me to a podcast or something to explain blockchain? Because I really don't know what that means. It's all <laughs> algorithms, bro. And he sent me one and it was Guy Swan's Bitcoin Audible. Oh, nice. And I was like, of yeah, course. Great. Yeah. Guy but Swan's I, a G. Yeah. He's a Bitcoin G, right? And, but yeah, he sent me that and I was like, yeah, dude. Uh, because he started, he sent something about blockchain at Childeberg. And like, I'm sorry. Like, I know I tell people like, it's just not my field. It's just not Um, my, like, it's just not what I'm interested in. I don't care to know. Yeah. I take my information from people that are more intelligent than me about the product that I trust. (laughs) Yes. Yes, And then I go full ass into it 
And I'm like, you should do this. If you don't, you're fucking stupid because this guy told me to and I trust him. This is this is what some uh, fringe community told me that, that that most people, if you talk about them, will think they're fucking insane, and that's why I'm buying Bitcoin. <laughs> but they've been right about everything else. I did my research on that. Yeah, I just I just know like their perception of reality is a lot, what I believe is more grounded in reality. So like just because we have that in common. I listen to them. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. I don't know. That's how I feel. Every there's like 17 like pyramid schemers right now that are like these guys are perfect. We can get them. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, dude, let's send DM them. An, me. Let's send them. Let's send them an email after this episode, dude. Someone could DM me tomorrow. I mean, like half the time. This could be partially because of my loneliness, but half the time when I get like DMs and it's like hot chick that's like, oh, let's meet up. Like half the time I'm like, uh what if it's real? You're, you reply just in case. You know? <laughs> what if it's yes? You will always <laughs> reply just in case. And so, then when somebody calls you on it, you're like, dude, I was just fucking with it. I just wanted to yeah. see what the bot would say. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I just want to know what it does so no one else falls for it so I can spread the message. <laughs> I'm, yeah, not, I I'm not falling for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and so just back to tiktok like the reason why tiktok was like came up was i've seen a lot more people talking about the housing market and that's pretty fucking cool because it's making it mainstream where a lot of people are like hey we Dude. watch like there's a lot of people that are in their 30s now like third mid to late 30s that are like we watched the first housing crisis and we couldn't do anything about it we were still teenagers or whatever and uh we watched the first housing crisis and we were right we were you know, in the middle of our teenage years where we're about yeah. to go buy shit, you know, they were, these are the ones that turned 18 in 2008 or 2007, 2006, and then grew up in the housing market, horrendous market that we've seen in a long ass fucking time in the United States up until 2000, what, 11, 2012. So mm-hmm. like they grew up there and then they became, you know, either real estate agents or things like that. Those are the ones that tend to pop up on my feed that they are real estate agents or they are this, that, or the other, or some kind of, kind of like Clint is, uh, you know, a private money manager uh, or yeah. private money investor. And they're like, cash is king right now. They're like, save all your cash because the market is crashing and there's no way it doesn't crash because they've seen it before. They had the general understanding at that age. They grew up and then realized what actually happened when we all realized what actually happened after, you know, hearing some of the stories of what went on during what the lead up to 2008. And they're like, cash is going to be king. We're going to see the biggest growth of millionaires we've ever seen in this country in the next 16 to 24 months, because it's going to go fucking down or 18 to 24 months is what a lot of people are saying, because, you know, when things are at, because when things crash, you're getting wholesale prices on a lot of companies that, and you know, there's going to be a lot of stock market millionaires. There's going to be a lot of housing market millionaires. There's going to be a lot of crypto is going to fucking skyrocket at some point. Hopefully it's some going, Bitcoin millionaires. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, there's going to be some Bitcoin millionaires. And, you know, it's just going to be one of those things where it's, it's like, it's, it's going to happen again and it's happened faster, right? Between, you know, oh, yeah. the late eighties, early nineties or early eighties to, I guess, 
2008. Like there was a crash in 2000, but that was just on some, oh, we don't know what the computers are going to do when it turns to 2000. And it's like, well, it's a computer, like it'll just go to 2000. Yeah. It doesn't just like reset to 1901. Like, you know, <laughs> like that was still in like the general populace still didn't understand what a computer did in 2000. And so yeah. like that mar- that market crash was definitely inflated. There was a clear inflation there, but it wasn't inflated <laughs> based off of price. Bubble, right? Yeah, the dot-com bubble, but it wasn't inflated off of, um, you know, it was inflated off of malpractice. I don't want to say that it's not malpractice, but it was inflated off of like, just extreme ignorance. And I guess you could say the same thing for this one, but it's ignorance in the sense of government intervention in this one, where that's exactly yeah. what happened in the, the, yeah. the early eighties, late eighties, when, you know, gasoline was at all time highs, um, fucking housing markets were crashing. And then again, yeah, yeah. what happened in 2008 and it's just getting closer and closer and that's closer. Probably, the time periods yeah. are going closer. And honestly that, the, that dot com bubble, <clears throat> like, you know, I'm all I'm kind of all in on Bitcoin. I really kind of believe in it. Um, believe what the people told me about it. And but <laughs> it's completely fake. It's not real. <laughs> we don't know anybody. Yeah, we don't know. I don't I don't have friends. We don't talk to anyone. Car we don't know car. <laughs> Who's car? We just have some random homeless guy that show up and then we'd say he's car and put him in yeah, a room. He he says he's car and we're like, that's believable. <laughs> He's a car. We take our financial advice from some dude named fucking car. (laughs) And Rollo. And Rollo. I'm serious, guys. (laughs) But, but fucking, but all I know is that like, so like probably that like Bitcoin's probably like a huge fucking turnoff for a lot of people because they watched the internet or the dot-com bubble explode. And they probably just assume like, oh, this is one of the another internet bullshit things. Like, like yeah, if the I was Gen like, Xers, our parents, oh, yeah. like, yeah, my, our well, parents, my parents like, ugh, like there's fucking weird internet people like going crazy over something online again. Like that's probably how they see it because, you know, like, like I don't know, like that. If I was an older generation, I'd probably be like, internet's fucking stupid. Like, who? Good who fuck them. I'm trying to be richer than my parents. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> My parents are doing incredibly well for themselves and are in very stable positions for themselves. But like I, I tell them all the time, I'm like, yeah, I'm a broke ass bitch right now, but just fucking wait. This Bitcoin thing's gonna work out. Car and Rollo told me. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, okay, you psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. That's why like so but cash is king cash the the original point that i want to be back is cash is king i'm not saying that cash is like truly king bitcoin is fucking king but having that store of value even if it is in cash currently and the fucking shit drops like if you are able to have a savings right now then have a savings i have a savings in bitcoin obviously allegedly i have a savings there And then I have a cash savings that I keep around because if I can, you know, make a couple bucks somewhere 
in the stock market. I, I don't. I don't play that very often. I don't do that shit anymore. Uh, Robin Hood gave a really bad taste in my mouth when all that shit went down. So I was like, fuck this app and I'm deleting it. And I don't give a shit about Weeble or Robin Hood or any of those things. But if I can make a fucking killing on something that I'm like, all right, Amazon's down to fucking $20 a share because the entire stock market took a shit. Well, when they get bailed out and they're back up to $350,000 a share or whatever the fuck they make right now on a share, you know, when they get bailed out, like I'm at least going to fucking make some cash on it because, you know, and then I'm going to put it all in the fucking Bitcoin. I buy Raytheon. I buy Raytheon. Yeah, dude. And it's going to drop. Well, when it dropped and then like when the Ukraine fucking things went out, it was like, buy Raytheon. It was like $32 a share or something like that. I know, dude, those fucking monsters. And then it, and I knew it, I knew it. I was like, I think we talked about it on the podcast. Like, I guess we should start buying Raytheon. Like, I think we made like an offhand joke about it because yeah. we were talking about the Ukraine, Russia, fucking everything. And then literally three weeks later, it was, you know, 150 bucks. And you went from $32 a share to 150 bucks, $150 a share. And it's yeah. like, you can make a grip of fucking money of that. You invest a, a thousand bucks, you make a grip of money and just take it out. Leave it, leave it in Robin Hood so you don't have to pay the taxes on it. Invest it in something else that's stable for a little bit so you don't have to pay the taxes on it. And then yeah. invest it in something else. And then once you're able to pay the taxes on it or you're in a, a place that you're fucking comfortable enough where you don't have to take the money out, fucking dude. take it out and let your fucking accountant do it and yeah, don't pay dude. any taxes you, on it. You know, like when like the day trading thing first came out like i didn't really understand stocks so i never really fucked with it because i was like "Eh, i don't know about that yeah i was kind of the one in the house that got got into it you you got into it and i kind of got into like the penny stocks you were like yeah dude just invest in these like a little bit of money in these penny stocks and you were like kind of like showed me like the the reddit (laughs) the reddit fucking yeah uh, yeah, it was really good actually. Like there was and like, then they, they had good information and shit. It and then they caused the shocking. market to fucking crash. Yeah, right. And then, them, yeah. yeah. But but uh Wall but Street first, Bets. I didn't really get into it, but then uh, there was another app, and this is when I worked at that golf course in Arizona for a while. And I can't remember the fucking app's name, but these guys that I worked with, a lot of the younger guys, I would say probably like when I say younger, like I was probably, I don't know, twenty-six maybe 27 at the time 26 sounds right these guys were like 21 22 and what i'm saying younger and they all had this one app and i couldn't remember the name of it but basically they ever they had a debit card and every time they swiped like a little bit of that money would invest into other stocks like some stocks acorns yes acorn that's the fucking website the site dude and they were making killing off of that I was yeah. so well, fucking shocked. So that's kind of that's kind of the thing that I did with my 401k because I don't give a shit about my 401k, right? Like I just don't yeah. care about it. So a lot of the guys that are older than me, almost all the guys in my job are way older than I am. All of them are in like a very stable part of their 401k. Like their investment plan is very stable, grows 3% or 2%. Sometimes it takes a hit, but it generally grows by like 2 or 3% every year. I don't know, whatever the the general growing of a, a 401k yeah. is that's what They're it fucking by. good at it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fine. It's whatever. And they don't want to touch it. But for me, I don't give a shit about that money because I'm going to have to pay taxes on it anyways. So I'm like, 
all in on my company's stock because I just see my company continuing to grow. Even when it, it crashes and burns at some point. It, and, you know, if the government rebuilds, like I generally think it will um, with yeah. the economic collapse that's coming, there's going to be bailouts and things like that. So even if it crashes and burns at that point, like I don't like I'm going to make money in the long run. And when I take it out and just like, hey, because they're going to because I'm going to take it out before I retire. There's no point in me fucking keeping it. Uh, my goal is to be retired before I get to retirement age where you don't have any taxes on fucking anything or whatever it is. I don't even really care how the 401k works. I don't care. It's not money that I'm looking forward to in the long run. Like that's it. In my opinion, it's just something that's there. That's kind of a requirement. And it's, it's a savings account for me that I'll lose money on eventually, but I don't have any other place to put it generally except Bitcoin. And it, makes my fucking family happy for me putting some money there. Like that's generally what it is for. It's just like, I have a 401k. You guys are going to be fine. Like you don't have to worry about me kind of thing. And so, and then all my other stuff is doing the things that I wanted to do. And then eventually, hopefully if I figure out the way to do it, I'm going to make a lot of money doing something that I actually enjoy doing, whether it's this podcast or something else. And diversify that money into doing things where I don't have to fucking work anymore. And then I'm going to take all that money out of my 401k at whatever the fucking tax rate they require me to take it out at. Because I just won't give a shit. And I'll put that into everything else that I'm doing because I'm just not going to give a shit about it. So all of my investment portfolio for my 401k right now is in the stock of my fucking company. And it either makes really big gains one day or it makes really low gains one day. And everybody else is like, Oh man, well, how are you doing that? Da 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 da. And I was like, because I don't care about it. Like that's a freeing thing. Like when you like with those guys that you're talking about with Acorns, they can put it to, you know, the the highest, like the riskiest, um, yes, uh, portfolio. You can yeah. put it into the riskiest because they're portfolio. on some Reddit group. Yeah, yeah. Well, and well, just like with Acorns, like you can choose the tier. Like, cause yeah. I had acorns too, but you can choose the tier of like riskiness for your portfolio that I'd invest in. And it's like, choose the riskiest because that's money. Cause it, it it's invest. It like rounds up your dollar. So you, you, got, you do 52 50 and all the change that other 50 cents to 53, yeah. it just goes into your investing portfolio. So if you don't really give a shit about that 50 cents, then put it in the most, the thing that'll get you the biggest gain that you can like like not you personally but make acorns put it in the riskiest thing that they decide and just do that especially if you're young it's like bro you'll have plenty of time to make back any money that you lose like even if you lose everything like you'll have plenty of time to make back all that money but i yeah that's i think the play is to be risky while you're young like it's yes to be risky while you're young because you can be risky and lose a lot. You can lose a lot, but the one time you fucking win being risky, it can set you up for the rest of your life and you never have to be risky again. So just keep being fucking risky. Like this is probably the worst advice yeah, yeah. I'm giving <laughs> ever, but I fully believe in it. Like I honestly believe that this is the way, this is the fucking way, gents. You fucking do this. You fucking risk it all. You risk it to get the fucking biscuit. We're risking and you it, dude. lose, you lose it all just to win it once. Yeah, that's dude, the way I mean, to do it. That's how, like, basically, I feel like 
maybe this is pro- probably the bad mentality. Like I am no position to give any sort of financial advice. So don't, don't take this to heart, but like, we know what we were talking about. We were fucking poor as shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. And, uh, but like, that's why I kind of feel about like, uh, dude, fuck it. Going in on Bitcoin, like whatever, like, you know, I know to like, to me, I believe in this stuff, but like, I still think about like, well, what if, what if we're wrong? <laughs> I don't if, care. I don't, I'm, like, I'm yeah. not wrong. <laughs> All, I listen all, to Rollo and Carr. I'm not wrong. <laughs> you know, all I all I know is like rich people don't put their money in the U.S. dollar. Yes, exactly. So and that's, that's all I need to know. That's all I know. So, like, put it anywhere else besides the U.S. dollar: stocks, gold, uh, crypto, whatever, whatever you feel comfortable with. It, but. Put all I know is put it in the U.S. dollar and save it. Put it in your savings account. We'll fuck you. That's all I know, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so well, like, yeah. That's it. the big thing is like you grew up knowing like, oh, you save your money. You save your money. Like that's what yeah. you've told your entire that's, life. Yes. And it's just yes. like, oh, that's the biggest load of bullshit I've ever heard. Oh my god, it's so frustrating that you just get told that your entire life. And there yes. was a certain point in my life where I was just like, I don't have any savings. I don't have any savings. I can't do shit. Like I don't have, we were poor. We were all broke as fuck when we got out of the Marine Corps. We were broke as fucking shit. My girlfriend and I were talking about this last weekend and it was like, she was like, yeah, you're doing a lot better than you were like when we first met. And I was like, yeah, I didn't know on our first date if I was going to be able to pay for the bill. Like I was about to ask typo and Nick for some Venmo money real quick. (laughs) And then I'd pay him back because I just was like, I was that broke. Like I didn't know if my card was going to go through. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And and, you know, now I'm, I know like we've all done it like and yeah. that, that that's the cool thing about getting out with your buddies you know like that's one thing that we had that probably a lot like, of guys that get out yeah. didn't it's have like your we insurance had, you yeah. guys really we had insurance <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. I need, hey dude I'm if you couldn't so pay sorry. rent if you couldn't <laughs> yes. pay rent it was like we covered you and if we couldn't pay rent then you and the other guy would cover me and yeah. that's just I mean that's I mean that just goes to show like our friendship like between you nick and i which he hasn't fucking hit me up he's apparently moving back to phoenix but he hasn't hit me up i went and looked at apartments for him but you know that's just like kind of our friendship like that's what we did we got lucky as fuck that we were all chill as fuck we got mad at each other for it sometimes Oh, dude because it's there's a whole nother level to like being really good friends and then living in the same place together there's a whole nother level and then borrowing money borrowing money is always like it's a pain point Yes, financial. I mean, that's why most divorces happen in America, dude. Yeah. It's a financial shit. And we didn't divorce. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> None of us divorced. Yeah. It just we don't came. divorce. We stick it out for the long haul. We hate <laughs> ourselves. Yeah, dude. And it, yeah, there was frustrating times, but like 100% for sure that if I, if I, you know, just went and got my apartment myself, I probably wouldn't have been able to live out in Phoenix if I wanted to. Like, there's yeah. no we way. could we probably couldn't live anywhere to be honest like you yeah. couldn't live i don't know if you could have lived back home on your in your own place right out yeah. the marine corps um you might have been able know, to maybe maybe i don't know it, my, not I, going to school up, probably not or at least i would have to do like part-time at night or some shit like that yeah exactly and that's what i'm saying like for the same for me like i could have lived at home but that was not in any of our best interests at the time. The only reason why you're doing it right now is because you were away from your family for six and a half years. <laughs> nine years. <laughs> yeah, nine years. Whatever. <laughs> Math is hard. 
Yeah. But yeah, yeah. You, you know, that's kind of how it is. Like, and generally for me too, like I had a year of being around my family and then they moved again. So yeah, that, that, yeah, that was, so that was like kind of cool because then like when family fucking Thanksgiving or whatever happened, it was just like automatic that me and Nick were invited. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like having, it was just, it, that was the crazy thing. It was just like, I mean, it, it's how it is, but you guys are my brothers. So it was just like, yep. Yeah. If Luke's going like, obviously yeah, yeah. luke's there brothers even are a invited. question yeah the question is like, you just they, they you guys have gay parents now i was going, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you yeah, and like, nick have gay parents like you phoenix. can't say it's just me anymore <laughs> my phoenix gay parents <laughs> they told me not to invest in crypto <laughs> <laughs> well they're wrong about that we don't listen to them about that <laughs> they but, think you we're know, young I radicals know. yeah they do they think we're kind of crazy, but that's all right. That's all right. Um, there was some other shit that we were going to talk about. Which, what do you want to jump to first? Well, like I got a couple things. Um, I'm not going to switch to it yet, but I. Oh yeah, I forgot about the. I also. All right. Well, how about we just start with the, the Commanders defense coordinator Jack Del Rio. I don't know if anybody saw this. Commanders, gross. Yeah, the Washington Redskins. I'd rather them be the Washington football team. Yeah. I'd rather them be the Washington football team than the Washington Commanders. That sounds so fucking retarded. Yeah, dude. Well, it also, I mean, I don't wonder what it sounds like to normal people, but like since we were in the military, we kind of like resent that military tone commander know? i know dude we resent yeah. that a little it's bit it's like yeah all the commanders were bitches so but everyone i talked to like still refers to them as the redskins oh yeah no, no one... i don't know anybody that says like washington football team or washington commanders yeah like the only people i see is like the commentators that still say it yeah and even they fuck up so <laughs> <laughs> yeah they do they do and they get a little bit of trouble for saying that yeah <laughs> just for get saying the name but we, yeah, I'll just switch the helm and do the screen sharing. I'll probably fuck it up. Oh. Yeah. You, want to, you want to talk about it? I'd talk about it with anybody. Yeah, no problem. I, at any time. But, uh, but. The... I don't know what happened. Oh, dropped out. I, at any time. I try again. But, uh, but they're not. I'm just expressing myself. And uh, I think we all as Americans have the right to express ourselves, especially if you're being respectful. I'm being respectful. I just asked a simple question, really. Did I? Let's get right down to it. What did I ask? A simple question. Why are we not looking into those things? If we're going to talk about it, why are we not looking into those things? Because it's kind of hard for me to say I can realistically look at it. I see the images on TV. People's livelihoods are being destroyed. Businesses are being burned down. No problem. And then we have a dust up at the Capitol. Well, there's no, nothing burned down. And we're not going to talk about it. We're going to make that a major deal. I just think it's kind of two standards. And if we apply the same standard and we're going to be reasonable with each other, let's have a discussion. That's all it was. Let's have a discussion. We're Americans. Let's talk it through. I'm for, I'm for us, you know, having a great opportunity to have a fulfilled life. Um, like I said, every way, every which way I can, when I'm here, it's about love and respect. 
dude. I should have let Who's it. Who's that disappear. now? Coordinator Jack Del Rio. All right. Yeah, so yeah. Jack Del Rio. Yeah. Jack Del Rio fucking sat there and called January 6th of all things a dust up. How dare he I know. call it a dust up? Yeah. It's so uh crazy. I should have maybe let into it better, but yeah, like January 6th committee, like all that stuff's in the news right now. And I I actually wish I would have known if someone asked him a question about it, but I'm assuming that some reporter asked him, like, how do you feel about the January 6th committee or something? Yeah, I, I wonder what the original question was. Yeah, I wish I would have found a video. I couldn't find one. I kept looking. But yeah, he just basically, so he comments on the January 6th thing. And to me, he makes like the most rational comparison <laughs> that I know of about the riots compared to January 6th. Like, it's like the level of like, you know, like, okay, so we were, now we were in Phoenix and we got lucky, right? There was only like one night of riots. But that one night, I mean, we were outside talking to the neighbors, the atmosphere in the city kind of changed, you know, like that feeling of like, it's not necessarily that you're scared, but you're like, oh, we need to think of like tense. a plan. You know what I mean? Like we mm-hmm. need to plan things out. Like maybe like take some precautions a little bit, you know, like that's how our mentality was right away. We're like, what the fuck? Like we need to think of like, just it's like, make sure you things. bring your gun with you. Make sure you yeah, bring your gun with you shit like that. And now when I saw fucking January 6th, I didn't get that feeling. You know, I didn't feel like my safety was in any sort of way, like, going to be harmed. Like, my, I don't know. I didn't get that feeling. And that was only, like, one day. There was no fire. Yeah, there kind of was a riot, but they kind of let people in. Some shit got broke. It was a lot different. It was a lot different than three months. Yes. Yeah. extreme rioting in quite a few major cities like major yeah. cities like we're not talking about like you know small in- town kansas dude, dude we're talking Washington, about dc riot that yeah. happened in the summer of 2020 was much worse than january 6th that happened in uh, by far by, by far. far by a large far. margin like the amount of just the amount of people that were injured and hurt Yes. Like we're not even talking about the business damage that was done during January 6th or or during the wash the riots at Washington for George Floyd. We're not talking about those. We're just talking about like legitimate injuries done during those two periods of time. And guess who won <laughs> by a large majority? Yeah. The riots. The riots. Yeah. And it's That's like, so come crazy, on, like, what dude. are we fucking doing? I love it. Sorry, it's, my dog looks hilarious because she's just a floating head. Yeah. <laughs> she's poking her head in. But it's just so crazy because it's like Oh, like, sorry. I found I found what it so he was asked about a tweet that he made um that oh. uh questioned why the 2020 riots following George Floyd's murder were not being investigated with the same fervor as the January 2021 attack at the Capitol. And I hate the fact this is on Fox News, Fox Five. Washington, D.C., um, their website. This is their, uh, the article is Washington Commanders coach Jack Del Rio calls January 6th insurrection a dust up. But that's what the question that he was asked. 
And all he said was, and they reference it. I don't know. It was, I guess, his tweet that said something. And they asked him in reference to his tweet what he meant about it. And that was his answer. Um, but they always refer to the the January 6th as the attack on the Capitol. And it's like, who, what, what government official besides the cop that had a heart attack and the woman that was killed by federal officers, Ashley Babbitt. Yeah. Ashley Babbitt. What, where was the attack? Like, I just want them to show me where the attack was and where the plan to that attack was, because they're saying that this was all planned by Trump of all people. Um, yeah, you know, the draft dodging Trump created this big attack plan for the people that decided to go on January 6th. Um, this attack on the cap. I just don't, I don't see it. Like, I'm sorry. I just don't fucking see it. And there's, there's very few things that people can say that will make me believe it. Like you have to show me like a legitimate battle order or something like that to make me believe that this was an attack on democracy and not just a lot of people being like, yo, we're kind of fucking upset about the shit that you guys have been doing to us. And that this election was fraudulent in many ways. And isn't there, isn't, isn't going on right now, another like withdrawal of like Michigan's um, voting ballots. Like they're like going back and looking at them right now. They looked at Arizona's, they looked at Pennsylvania's and all of them found fraudulent activity so far yeah. and i'm pretty sure michigan's just got retaken so it's not like these people were fucking wrong like i don't i don't yeah. agree with these people i don't think january 6th went far enough i've said it before and i'll <laughs> say it again yeah, i'm gonna yeah. sound like obama right here they didn't do enough for this democracy <laughs> just i just don't understand like i don't get it and jack del Rio's fucking right he didn't even say anything that no. january 6th was <clears throat> right by any means he said, how are we going to compare these two things and why are we prosecuting one without prosecuting the other way, other in the same instance when one was clearly, clearly more damaging than the other? Yeah, 100%, dude. And the fucked up part is I'm pretty, I don't, I don't know. But I'm, I know they find him for sure. They, they find him $100,000. $100,000. Now they're in discussions, I think, Last time I heard their discussion of possible suspension, or like at least people yeah. are floating the idea I don't, out there. I don't think I don't, he gets suspended. I don't think that either, but it's just like, what the fuck, dude? Like he's just tell me, tell me the yeah. owner of the Washington Commanders doesn't agree with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, like they named the team the Commanders. Like the and the fucked up thing is, is like I only see this like online. Like, how dare you compare January 6th to the peaceful protests that scoped the nation for the St. George Floyd? Like, that's the only see this shit online. Dude, everyone around here is like, January 6th not even on their fucking minds. Like, they don't even think about, like, January Everybody 6th forgot about it. Like, most people around that I talk to, like, have completely forgot about it. Like, they're not even concerned about that. It's not their type priority at all. Like, imagine, like... You know, gas prices going up. People are upset about their wages because inflation. And you come home and you get to watch the fucking Democrats, like, and like some shitty ass Republicans, like, talk about some uh, dust up that happened so, like, almost almost two years, like a year and a half ago, dude. Like, what are we, what are we doing here, dude? 
Like that's what you want to talk about? Like well, and and we have we have the Secretary of the Treasury, Yelnats. Isn't that what she is? Secretary of the Treasury. Um, what is what is Yelnats? What's her position right now? Yelnats. Uh, her fucking isn't it Yelnats? Or Yellen? Is it? Yellen? Maybe maybe I'm thinking Yelnats because of uh, holes. <laughs> Stanley Yelnats because Stanley Yelnats both ways. Yeah, I don't know. Just, I don't know um, if it, I don't know if Yellen is a Jewish name, but I'm gonna go off on a limb <laughs> and say it probably is. But I'm not sure. They just seem to be in weird positions. Oh, it is Yellen. It's not. It's not Yelnats. Like okay. that's just <laughs> that's my that's just my autism showing. Yeah. Um, Yellen, we've had Yellen on the fucking news for the last, uh, you know, year and a half saying that I don't think inflation will be that big of a deal. It's not going to be that big of a deal. Why would inflation be that big of a deal? We haven't done anything that's going to make it that big of a deal. And it's just like, and then we have her within the last month being like, we didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal when there was, there was normal ass people with third grade reading levels that were like, Inflation is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Dude, it's <laughs> so fucking crazy. With a they're third so crazy. grade reading level. They, they didn't dude. graduate junior high math. And they're like, hey, inflation is coming. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, when they printed all that money after the, the like during the lockdowns, and they're just like bill after bill. It just like, you know, went everywhere. Went to the American, a little bit went to the American people and corporations. Yeah, not the majority. <laughs> Yeah, most of it went to Israel and fucking probably Ukraine and, you know. And the, uh, the, the women's program in Iran. Oh, or yeah. Iraq. Yep, went to that. And then, so, like, this huge amount of money that they printed, right? Bunch of it, right? And they're, like, yelling is on TV, like, inflation shouldn't be that bad. Like, what? Well, just- no, wait. This is even better. I saw a TikTok. I think I sent it to you. I don't know if I sent it to you. I saw a TikTok and it was uh, this this fucking girl that was talking about how printing money doesn't cause inflation. Mm. And I just... Her argument was... and. In her argument, she's not wrong, but she's glaringly missing the the point of what happens when you what overload. She she's blaming it on. Uh, she's like, what? basically, she's doing the price control argument where it's like, if we just don't pay for things at this price, then they won't be this price anymore. They'll yeah. have to bring them down. If the government just requires them to be a certain standard price then they yep. won't be that price anymore. This inflation yep. isn't caused by printing money. Fixed. We print money all the time, but inflation is only caused by the corporations trying to get more money. And it's like, no, the reason why inflation is a big deal is because assets become worth more when more money is printed to deflate the price of the dollar. Like that's legitimately what it does. Like it, and I may not be explaining it absolutely like on par with the top economic ec- I, I think I can economists of the world. Go I ahead. Think I have a pretty good metaphor. I told some people this before. It's probably terrible, but I'll try. 
Imagine having like 10 very valuable fucking baseball cards, like Sam, Sammy Sosa baseball cards signed by Sammy Sosa himself. There's only 10 in the world, right? So these 10 exist. So these 10 are going to be valuable because there's only fucking 10. There's scarcity, right? There's only, there's only a limited amount of them. Now imagine there's this magic printer that can print exact replicas and no one can tell the difference. Yeah. So then you print like a hundred. And everybody treats them the same. Yes. And everybody treats them exactly the same because they don't know the difference either. Now there's a hundred. So how much they've been, they've been, their value value has decreased. Has just split like in multiple ways because then there's more on the market. So people are not. Let's say you make 20. The value is split in half. Yes. Yes, exactly. And, and, you know, that's, that's legitimately the argument. And that's why Bitcoin is the way (laughs) because Rollo told me that one time. (laughs) His car told me to. (laughs) But, you know, and that's the easiest explanation. And a lot of people get that understanding of it. That's what sold me on Bitcoin. That right there, the scarcity. That's what got me too. Scarcity. Because everything, like if there's one thing that you have ever learned in any kind of economics class is the law of supply and demand. Like it's, it just makes sense. It's like when the little kid in kindergarten has a cookie and you, and you didn't get the last cookie because there's only so many chocolate chip cookies in the line and they got two and you got one and you wanted another one. And it's like, you're trying to trade some shit to get that last cookie. Cause you really want that last chocolate chip cookie. It, it goes back to like the general understanding of who we are as human beings. Like that's just what we do. Like when there's something we want, there's things that are valuable that we are willing to trade to get that thing. Yeah, like it's always been that way. Yeah, it's you know, never. It's never been any different. Yeah, you know, I. You know, this is kind of funny, but when I was in like middle school, uh, these like all, all the girls always had like nice, you know, like pencil boxes, you know, for all the oh, yeah. shit in there. <laughs> and a lot of the girls had these like color little rubber bands. I don't know if you've ever seen, but the little tiny. Ones. I don't know what color means. So, <laughs> yeah, you're colorblind. <laughs> but yeah, they had like all these little color, color bins. And me and my friends just bored one day at school. We put them together and we made like little dumb bracelets and just rubber bands, dude. And we so we started wearing them because we made them. And your faggots. Um, yes, we blew each other that <laughs> night. <laughs> but, but. <laughs> But no, we all started wearing them, and then people started asking us, like other kids, like fifth. Oh, that's graders. cool. That's cool. We're like, Can oh, I have that's one? so cool. I want a bracelet. So we're like, oh, okay. And we started making them, and we gave a few out, and then more people started showing up. Like, oh, you guys are the ones with the bracelets. And so me and my friends are like, we got a business, baby. <laughs> like we. <laughs> But well, you pop- gotta give a you gotta give a few out. You gotta give a few out for free. See, this is what yes. a lot of businesses fuck up. You gotta give yeah. a few out of free, a, f- a few out for free to create the buzz. Yeah, and the buzz brings you back. It caught you. on, dude. It caught on in my little small town. People like the idea, and we start. So we're like, all right, we're selling. Your town them. is full of a bunch of gays. They wanted <laughs> rainbow rubber band bracelets on their well, own. Well, at the you- time. You converted, that. you converted all the kids in your high school to be faggots typo <laughs> it was you you're patient zero <laughs> i brought it out of them dude but they fucking uh you're like it's but, my ass i couldn't help it but so then i realized like in that moment i realized i i had something that people were demanding right 
And immediately I thought profit. Well, so me my what profit, was the what was the first price you set? I think they were two dollars. <laughs> Did it was everybody willing to pay that? Some kids were, yeah. Yeah, for I the most part, like it was, it was, were. it was, an, it was enough to like. I was gonna say, did you put five dollars and we're like, and then a lot of people didn't want them, and you were like, oh shit, all right, two dollars. Uh, no, but we, me and my friends discussed that. We discussed like, well, how much should we try? But two dollars at that time to a fifth grader, we were like, because I think our discussion was like, one. I mean, so how we were You're like, getting, how much would we pay? We if were, we were this stupid. We were taking the girls' rubber bands, so we yeah, it was paying, free. Yeah, it was, it was free. free. <laughs> so, so we were like, should we charge a dollar? And then we charge, so we charge two dollars, seeing if what like like fuck it. I mean, we thought that was kind of high, but we're like, we'll charge two dollars, and then if no one wants it, we'll dumb it down to a dollar. Like, oh, we're having a sale, like some bullshit, you know? And so we the girls caught wind that we were selling these <laughs> bracelets. So they're coming over asking for profit, dude. And we're like, we're not giving you, like, you got them from us. We gave them to you, blah, blah, blah. But we started thinking, like, well, we're going to, we don't know. We're dumb little boys. So we're like, we don't know how to get these rubber bands. So we're, we're like, like, you got to suck my dick. No, no, <laughs> no, not at all. We're like, we don't know how to get these rubber bands. And these girls like them. So, like, you got to keep supplying us rubber bands. So they became like our suppliers. And we had this little business. It had lasted probably like four days. And then, the principal came in and told us we weren't allowed to do it because it's against school policy. I, I lost my audio. Hold on. I don't know what happened. God damn it, Luke. But yeah, I learned supply and Keep demand talking. at a very, very young age. And I am, dude. And you're ruining it. <laughs> but I learned supply and demand at a really young age. And I just thought it was funny to bring up that story. And the public school told me we couldn't do it. Can you hear me now? Luke's audio is still fucked up. We'll probably fix it here in a minute, but um, I'm going to tell you that Luke actually hates you guys. He thinks that you are worthless and doesn't... No, I'm just kidding. He doesn't think that. He actually loves you guys. He doesn't show love very well. I don't know how much I can keep making up about Luke. <laughs> We're actually probably going to pause. All right, now I can hear you. I don't oh, know okay. what the fuck happened to my fucking Bluetooth headphones. They're being yeah. bitches. I'll be honest, and I'll even tell the audience. Like, I was trying to keep talking, and then I just ran out of things to say. <laughs> and I was like, well, we're going to take a pause. And I just let it be silent, so I we're know just, where to edit it. A moment of silence right here. 
Uh, yeah, what, <laughs> I don't even know what marker this is. I think we started at like 4.30. Sounds about right. Yeah. Oh, are we like two hours, dude? Yeah, we're getting pretty close. Yeah, we got like thirty more minutes to two hours. But what was the what was the finish of that, real quick, just so I know what you said? Oh yeah, so that's when I learned supply and demand, and we had a business going for like four days, maybe five days, and then the principal shut it down. <laughs> so we weren't allowed to do that, dude. My my uh, my girlfriend's, uh, I guess it's her cousin, basically, kind of like her nephews. But her cousin, uh, he's in like, I don't know, a freshman in high school or eighth grade. He's somewhere around there. He's doing, you know, the chips and fucking snacks that you can get at Costco. Mm -hmm. And he got in trouble in school for selling them at school. So he just sells them before school and he sells them after school and at lunch. Like he was just like, all right, bet. Like, I'll, I'll just do it then. But he's he figured it out. It's it's so crazy. You know, the more I think about schools, we had, I had this conversation with my girlfriend too. It's like, the more you think about schools and the way they run, it's just like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, they're not treating, teaching them any type of like actual skills to like do anything like successful in their lives. Like I get that, you know, probably up until sixth grade, you're learning general basic knowledge that you should kind of know to be successful you know, like yeah. I get that you need to learn your times tables and it's, it just makes things easier in your head and it's easier to like call out like people's bullshit. Learn how to read. Like yeah. reading is kind of valuable. And then, you know, the, the, the class that I think is like, I think the most important class in high school that I had was probably like English. And that's just because of reading comprehension. You need to be able to understand what you're reading. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, that's generally a pretty good rule of thumb. Like, I think that's, the only class that I generally, I hated the class because I, I thought we read stupid fucking books. Yeah, it made I you can't, think. Like, it made like, you think in a way you didn't want to think. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was that, but like we read like fucking Jane Eyre and I was like, dude, I don't want to explain. I don't want her to explain her fucking house again for the 30th fucking page. And like I, how they teach it. I yeah. think reading comprehension is actually like very important. I think it's extremely important. And when I was in college, I found it much more valuable and I took a lot more out of it than when I was in high school or even like younger, like sixth grade or whatever. But how they taught it, like, I don't know. I just, I felt like a lot of times I felt like growing up, you know how in like reading or English class, whatever it was, the teacher would like make the student read out loud, you know? Yeah. Like, I thought that was, like, the most boring waste of time. Yeah, it was. It was. I felt like that we got nothing, at least to me, I felt like I got nothing out of this. Like, what am I? Like, yeah, popcorn. I <laughs> yeah. And it was fucking terrible, too, because if, like, you had trouble reading, but I don't know if, you know, I did. And they'd be like, oh, read this chapter in front of the whole class. And you're like, oh, fuck, dude, I'm going to fuck this up. Yeah, to be honest, I was I was the dude that, like, corrected words because I was just like, god damn it. It's not that hard. It says fucking the. Fucking nerd, dude. It People says fucking throw paper clips at you. <laughs> no, they didn't. No, they didn't. Because everybody else, like, the only time I did it was when they were, it was like, it was like, bro, that says converge. Like, come on, man. Like, it, like, I get it nobody loves you at home like i understand but you know what would make them love you more if you knew that that word said converge yeah i think they would love you more if they knew that 
that you Dude, can I felt, read the word converge. I felt bad. I felt bad for this one kid because he got like held back to eighth grade twice. Oh, so like this dude was like a freshman. Do you, did you guys have special head ed classes? Uh, well, that's all my classes, dude. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had special. You had a special. Well, why wasn't that kid in it? Like, he should have been. I don't know. Special ed class. I I don't think it was. Well, I don't know. Maybe, but he it was his lack of trying. Like, he just didn't care. He just at like thirteen, he's like, "This is all stupid," and just like didn't care. I mean, like, like I agree with him, but like, yeah. If he, couldn't get read, if he couldn't read, then I disagree with him. So, so, so when it came, <laughs> I, I just have to say when like me and my friends hanging, like this dude was like growing partial facial hair. Oh know? yeah. He was fucking 18 in eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> and there was, uh, yeah. And this guy, it honestly, <laughs> I'm fucking 28 and, and still can't grow it. <laughs> my, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> fuck that but um, special ed for the fucking hairless <laughs> but yeah this i would just say that me and my friends would always get excited when it was and his name was billy time of to course read. when it of was course it was billy of course it was billy we got a little excited because we knew it was going to be a train wreck <laughs> because somebody was stupider than you were for once yes yes dude i only had a few people that i could make fun of because it was like, well, I'm not that stupid. You know what I mean? <laughs> you were the typical high school jock that's like, I'm cool, but I'm stupid. So I get by on being cool at football. Yeah. I mean, just because I think like it's weird. I don't know why high school works like that, but like just playing a few sports somehow raises your cred in high school. Like, I don't know why. See, I'm, <laughs> I do everything the hard way, right? Like, you know this about me. <laughs> I do what, everything the hard way. What you do? So, like, even though I played sports, I wasn't cool because I didn't get along with the cool kids in the sport. Mm-hmm. I was great at the sport. I did yeah. really well at all the sports. But those guys, like, I, I mean, knowing you, how you are now, it's a little bit different in a small school. But, yeah. like, with the graduating class of, you know 1100 or whatever yeah 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 it's a lot different like there's that the ego comes into play a lot more than it does when you've known everybody since fucking first grade you know yeah 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 so it's like the ego close yeah. yeah it's not as close so there's that <laughs> the ego where it's like i came to this school to you know be the starting wide receiver on the fucking football team or yeah. Well, I like, came to this you, school to. But I think the best place way to put it is like you went to school with strangers. Yes, I did. I did, I, I did well, not go to school both, with strangers. And that was the other thing. Like both times, both schools, because I transferred. Like I, I, we moved thirty miles. We're in the same city by yeah, all yeah, means. Yeah. We're in the same fucking city, but we drove thirty. Like I went to a school thirty miles away to my first high school, and then my second high school. We were driving 45 miles every morning to go to that high school until we finally moved. Like, so it was, it's, it's different. And this is like the, the traditional school that you see in like, you know, a project X type fucking, you know, movie or, you know, some of the, the, the schools that you see in like inner city LA, like, I'm not saying it's as ghetto as that. I don't think Phoenix is that ghetto. Compared to other schools, but it's an, it's an inner city school, like for an inner city, like amount of people, if that makes sense. But, you know, like there was, 
there was the clear distinction between the groups. And I was the weirdo that kind of just like floated because I, and it wasn't even like political affiliation because nobody gave a shit about that in our, like during high school, like nobody did that shit. It was like, either you were a stoner either, or you played sports or you were in the AP um, IP or what is it? Uh, IB program. And like, that was like the three things here in Phoenix. It was like, you were a stoner, played sports, skater, api b program um and even the sports were secluded too so it was like football basketball baseball like these people didn't hang out with each other football and basketball football and baseball kind of hung out but basketball didn't hang out with anybody uh really like we were kind of like secluded there but then i played football i played basketball i played baseball and then i stopped playing baseball and i broke my collarbone stopped playing football because i couldn't hit anymore and i only played basketball but i was in that AP program none of the kids in my fucking uh on my team were in any sort of AP program whether they were freshman to senior Mm -hmm. and so like I was this weird I was just a weird ass fucking kid bro like we talk about that we talked about this last week you were like you have a weird fucking life because we were talking about it and I just had a weird (laughs) I just had a weird growing up period where it just wasn't like that for other people yeah well there was that kind of like attitude uh like i don't know about if this happened for you but like i was in like some ap class like a few i didn't have all ap classes i had a few and there definitely was like the like people that really cared about their education i'm not saying it's a bad thing but they really cared about their education in high school usually women but some like more nerdy dudes yeah and they there was this clear distinction that like i would go like back and hang out with my friends that were like in the general classes and then they always be they, they, well one they would always be like oh fucking shorty going over here from his <laughs> nerd class so fucking smarter than us think he's better than us but when i was in the ap classes the ap people were like yeah they're like oh my god they're in the general classes like they, they looked down on them dude and i was like damn dude like high school was like formed cults or like cliques it's so fucking yeah. weird, dude i got dude. i got looked down in the ap classes because i played sports and they're like because most of the people that were in ap like all the classes were ap um i think it's called ib it's like the internet yeah it's ib our program was we had ap ip or ib and i IB standing for international bachelorette program. And it's basically the easiest way to get in, or it's like a good thing to do. If you want to get into an Ivy league school, like that's yeah. what you, you yep. do the, the IB program. And so like AP is good, but I, IB makes you do like some extra, like extracurricular activity. That's like student government and you have volunteer hours that you have to meet every semester and they have like a whole bunch of other things but it's the (laughs) same class as ap you just have other things on top of it so that's kind of how it was but so like when i'd go to like all all my classes were all my non-electives were ap classes ap ib classes so when i'd go there they were like, this motherfucker's playing sports. Like they were just shitting on me. And I was new because my other school didn't have that. They just had an AP program. So when I'd go to the, the, when I changed schools, they were just like, this guy's just a fucking, you know, white kid that thinks he's black 
um, from the ghetto that is in AP classes, but he plays sports and he thinks sports are more important than, you know, education. And it was like, I was reading, I was reading at a fucking high school level when I was fucking seven, like, like my reading comprehension was way better than it should have ever been. And generally my reading comprehension is a lot higher than the majority of people that I'm around. I can dissect things very easily. I understand context very well, but it jerk yourself off some more. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to continue. I'm going to continue to do this, but then I say shit like ain't going to (laughs) happen. Or or, would you, would you ask in the group chat the other day, you were asking what the rapper said that I sent in the, in the fucking is like, but you is gay or some shit like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. What was that? And yeah, I, dude, to, I did not. I had to, I had I to read explain. it like four times, and I'm like, I don't know what he's trying to. I had to explain me. the ebonics to you, so like that. That's where I came from, you know. Like I could read extremely yeah. well, but then I was like talking like I was a fucking seventh grader that couldn't use consonants, yeah. you know. <laughs> like. Yeah. And then, and then I played sports, but I was, so then on the sports teams, they were like, you're a fucking nerd. And I was like, well, this is fucking stupid. You can't have then, the best of both worlds. You get the worst of both worlds. Yeah. I just got shit on my yeah. entire life. And that's why I hated high school. Yeah. And then we, when you talk about it, you're like, I loved high school. High school was great. I mean, it was pretty chill, dude. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we like, we didn't do a lot, dude. I mean, like there was never a time where I was like, oh man, I really need to study for this. Like that never happened for me. Like a lot. Now I'm not saying I had the best grades. I had a few C's there here and there. Yeah. But that's because you didn't A's. care. It was like, eh. yeah, it was just like, what do I, well, that's a, yeah. My mentality was like military. So like, I just need to pass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. Pass. Did you graduate high school? Yes, I pass. I passed. <laughs> Dude, I pass. that's that's what my parents hated was because October of 2012 or 2011, I turned 18. And two weeks later, I joined the Marine Corps without them knowing because I was 18 and still in high school. So I didn't have to tell them shit. But my senior, the rest of my senior year, I didn't give a fuck. I was just trying to pass because yeah. I was like, I already have a plan. Like, I don't... Yeah. And that was my mentality in college as well. It was like, yeah, what do I need to do to pass? Definitely. I mean, that's how, honestly, in the military is like what probably ingrained that to me a lot. Maybe college is, is like took the same approach, but that's all they cared about in the Marine Corps. They just, you could get like an 82 and the, 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 the pass is an 80 and they'll be like, good job. You passed. Like, that's all they fucking cared about. And that's how I took fucking college as well, dude. You yeah, I just didn't give a text. fuck about. I'm trying to. We we've talked a lot since then. I know that was like a week and a half ago, maybe two weeks. So oh wait, I'm all right. I'm too far because I just hit George Bush, and it was after George Bush. Um, the last thing that we're gonna talk about, if I find it, I'll bring it up uh, before. But the last thing we we're gonna talk about, our boy, the man, the myth, the legend, Cam fucking harmless. A G. Harmless. <laughs> I thought it was harmless. His no, his fucking handle is ham carless or careless. Carless. Careless. I'm so bad. I wish I were reading com- my reading comprehension is That's so declined. great. It's <laughs> I have a lot of so this is my excuse now. I have a lot of head injuries since then. Um <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, so yeah. he's got a podcast. What is it called? 
it is i think it's the mad ones that's what it is and now i'll be honest like we're twitter mutuals i don't really i know of him we've like communicated on twitter a few times but i don't i don't really follow his stuff and but he fucking made a great tweet and we kind of talked about this last week right yeah we touched on it because it was funny But it was and like it was still like, kind of happening. It was still yeah. snowballing, right? Like everything was kind of unfolding. And we were just kind of like excited because, you know, Cam had the tweet that we, I think we read it, but it was every girl is bi. You just have to figure out if it's polar or sexual. Now, like, this is like honestly harmless to me. <laughs> like, I don't think it's like that big of a deal. But this caused some major issues with the Washington Post. And I'm just going to share the article. Yeah, do it. Because that shit is fucking funny. But uh, yeah, the Washington Post has been a reporter. Yeah, this guy was on Tucker Carlson. Like this guy, Tucker Carlson. Tissue. This was like national news, which is hilarious that this is national news. But <laughs> so Cam, I'm going to read it. Cam Harless, the man behind the tweet that got the Washington Post reported David Weagle suspended, appeared on Tucker Carlson to discuss the meltdown that has ensued at the paper since Weagle's retweet. Harless, co-host of The Mad Ones, joked on June 1st that every girl is bi. You just have to figure out if it's polar or sexual. Weagle retweeted, was hammered by colleagues, and ultimately led to him getting placed on unpaid leave as Matt covered extensively. Um, Carlson asked Harless if he knew when he wrote, or Carlson asked Harless when, if he knew when he wrote the joke that he recommends career. He responded, I didn't know that, but uh, I did know that it would probably, probably would have done it earlier, I think. <laughs> Harless told Tucker Carlson the joke is actually old, but he heard it for the first time recently from a friend and decided to tweet it on the first day of Pride Month. <laughs> Why do you, why not see what happens? He recalled, thinking it might get a couple dozen likes or so. I think I am like 12,500 likes now, he said, and never expected that it would help set a fire to the Washington Post to start a civil war. (laughs) (laughs) I felt bad for like half a minute when out of that he was suspended. And don't think anyone should be punished for retweeting a joke that I tweet. That's ridiculous. But at the same time, I'm really happy that, you know, I profoundly against the wars. And so when I found out that Wago was a pro-Iraq war, I was like, maybe it wasn't such a bad thing that it was this guy that got that, Harless said. Hell yeah, dude. What a savage. Dude, it's dope. And it kind of, I actually don't exactly know what happened, but it's stirred up even more as the week kept going and that felicia this is the original because she kept going after other people too okay that's what that's what she was doing yeah she kept going after other people from what i saw she kept going after other people and go ahead where you were were, what you were going to finish oh yeah so she's one of the colleagues that the weagle guy works with and she was going after him and kind of made a big deal screenshot of the retweet and made a big deal out of it, <clears throat> but I think it was today. Maybe it was yesterday. But she has now been fired from the Washington Post. So Cam Harless made a tweet, and it domino affected into a wash a corporate journalist losing their job. Two, two, 
two. Well, two at least a suspension. Did he get fired as well? Or was it just a suspension? Uh, he might still be suspended. Actually, you might but be right. He, he 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 killed one and injured the other one. That is what he did, and it is that's that's a mass shooting in today's yeah. standards. <laughs> he should have done it at school, bro. <laughs> oh my god! But fuck yeah, dude! It's like one of the like it's honestly it's just watching like some sort of shit post. This gives shit posters like the fuel they need, dude, because shit posters are now like they're going. To be like, oh my god, we have power. <laughs> like, like, I'm going to go demand I get a raise from my boss, and I'm going to show him that Cam Harless follows me, and if he doesn't give me that raise, I'll get him fucking fired. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm going to tweet at Cam Harless, like, hey, bro, um, I need you to tweet about my boss real quick. Let's go. Let's yeah. do this thing. Yeah, We can talk about him on Tucker. <laughs> yeah, we can <laughs> Get invited on Tucker Carlson with. <laughs> oh Dude, my god! It's just the wildest thing ever because, like you said, like we we've never really interacted with him a whole bunch. Like I've interacted with him on posts or things like that. I follow him for a reason. I don't follow a whole bunch of people that I dislike. Yeah. Like I follow some people that I dislike just because I want to see what they're tweeting. But you got to keep an I, eye on them. You yeah, know? you got to keep an eye on them. Got to. I got to have something to quote tweet. Um, I'm not ace who can quote tweet everybody, but I, I, I've always liked his shit. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And God, he made, I, I saw that joke on TikTok like two days before he tweeted it out or before everything like went down at least. And when he tweeted it out, I was like, that's funny. I was going to do that, like post that same exact thing, but he just had the right people retweet it and like it and whatever. And it made it up. <laughs> what did he tweet recently i you sent it in the group chat but he was like uh you guys just talk about canceling journalists i actually do it or yeah. or he's like you talk about <laughs> this is what he said you talk about how white women should be stopped i stop white women we aren't the same <laughs> like, what a fucking legend dude that what shit is legend, so great dude. This guy, this guy just made libertarian internet history, dude. Yeah, like this guy yeah. will be forever. libertarian of the year. Yeah, li- pros- Yeah, I would say so far, best libertarian of the year we have so far. He he took out a corporate journalist. Like that's pretty big for our community. That's like, bigger than any other libertarian has ever done. <laughs> so. Cam Harless is the first libertarian to ever assassinate a corporate journalist. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and uh, and he listens to the podcast too. So shout out to fucking Cam for being a fucking real real G. Yeah, what a G, dude. We're gonna get him. You know what? We should invite him on the show. Yeah, we should have. We should have invited him on the. He's show. not gonna come on our show. He's yeah. He, he went on he's, Tucker Carlson. Yeah, he's cable news now. He's better. Than, <laughs> he ain't coming on here. <laughs> he'll be on Tim. He'll be on Tim Pool in a month. Don't worry about it. Well, he'll, if he comes on our show, dude, the pipeline's real. Yeah, the pipeline is real. Cam, come on our show. We'll fucking talk about your tweet. We'll talk about fucking anarchist shit. And uh, and then you'll go on Tim Pool within the month. So Yeah, dude. The mad ones. I don't know. That's fucking awesome, dude. Dude, that's fucking dope. That shit was hilarious. We were fucking following it from the, like, right when it first happened, too. Because I think when we shared the quote tweet, like, I had seen it that same day. And you shared the quote tweet to like our group with Cole from uh tower gang. 
and uh, you shared it. And I was like, yeah, dude, I just saw that. That's hilarious. And I didn't think anything of it. Like after that, I didn't think anything of it. And then I was like, that joke's fucking funny. And we talked about it on the podcast. And then we talked about like them freaking out about it. And I was like, that's not something to get canceled over. Like that's legitimately a joke. Like he's not saying, and they're calling for, she was calling saying that it was overt sexism. Like get the fuck out of here. And how can Washington Post like be a part of this? And how can we employ these type of people? And it just makes no sense. It makes no sense. It was a clear joke. And you're a bitch if you don't think so. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's gone. She gone. She, she gone. gone. That's um, awesome. Did we have anything else after that? I think it was the Jack Del Rio. We didn't talk about anything that we were going to talk about besides Jack Del Rio and Cam Har- Harless. Yeah. I mean, we can talk about one more thing. We can kind of go over it really quick. Yeah, let's go. Oh, the, the Biden fucking gun bill or not even got Biden gun bill, but. Oh, I was. I know that's pretty. We could talk about that, but I was going to talk about the live golf. <laughs> oh, yes. All right. I'd rather talk about that than fucking the gun shit, because honestly, there's 3D printers now and fuck you. Come and take it. Yeah. And I don't see it passing the Senate. Now, I, th- I still think it's kind of important, but we're at the end of our podcast and me and Luke want to talk about this. So sorry, guys. <laughs> Government taking our guns is bad. Just know that. OK, so the. So if just a little bit of backstory, like the Live Golf, which is like backed by the Saudis, apparently, has now been taking like major, major top of the line PGA players to get them to come over. And they're paying them. And it's like it's like it's like Saudi princes. Like it's not like the Saudi government. I don't, I just wanted to make that clear. I mean, yeah, they're princes, but there's like a hundred and 50,000 princes in Saudi Arabia. Like, I don't like everybody's yeah. a fucking prince in Saudi Arabia for some goddamn reason. But they, they created this fucking golf league. Yeah. And they have a shit ton of fucking money. And they're, they're stealing PGA fucking tour guys. It's yeah, hilarious. They're, they're robbing, they're paying them lots and lots of money. And what was, what was Phil Mickelson's price? What was it? Was it million dollars. Yeah, that's what it was. 200 million. Yeah. Yeah. I go like, like people like, like, like Daniel Tosh has this joke, but it's the same thing. It's like, cause they've been questioning. So there's, I've seen some reporters like, how can you play for Saudi Arabia, blah, blah, blah. They killed journalists and stuff. And um, like, you know, all of the golfers have some sort of lame excuse, but like, dude, like I would, I would go play for the live golf for a lot less than $200 million. <laughs> And I wouldn't say a fucking word about the Saudis, dude. <laughs> I mean, I would like two hundred million dollars. Like, are you kidding me, dude? He'll just like wipe his tears with one dollar bills. He's got two hundred million of them. Like, fuck you, man. But and I kind of my my. And I don't get me wrong. I'm not a fan of the Saudi government. I think they're terrible. But I kind of like this like mix up in sports world. And it's, it's bringing some competition to some major leagues. And yeah. I kind of really like that because I really like sports, but I kind of hate what like the NFL is doing. You know, they kind of yeah. cater to like the regime. They change the rules. We think it's kind of bullshit. So I'm, I'm excited to see some competition. Tybo's over here. Like I actually like the Saudis because they I hate actually, the gays. I, 
Because <laughs> well, I, I don't see Live Golf promoting uh, Pride Month. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, Nike didn't on uh, Saudi Arabia's <laughs> Nike Twitter. So yeah, but um, you so know, the like PGA. I, I'll go ahead. I, I just want to. I'll get to the story, and we you can say whatever you like. The PGA Tour has now suspended all the players. There's 17 of them: Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, Sergio Garcia. And there's probably some other big names that I don't really know, but they're all going over to the live golf. And now the PGA has suspended them, which is, I mean, for the golf world, this is like insane. Well, this is huge because Phil Mickelson, obviously, arguably the best golfer, if not second best golfer to Tiger Woods, right? Like, mm-hmm. like these two have been neck and neck for a long, long time. Like yeah. they have been neck and neck for a long ass time. So I'm Tiger Woods not involved, but Phil Mickelson leaving. They tried. They yeah, tried they tried. They tried. And they were they were probably really close, but he was probably like Tiger Woods has been one of the highest paid people in sports for a long time. He's just made I like saw, a billion dollars. Yeah, I saw I saw a graphic of like cumulative sports, um uh like the highest paid people in sports cumulative. So like over their entire career, not just like contract to contract it's like all together and it was like michael jordan rose up really quick and then michael jordan was the from like 2000 to like 2012 he was the premier like he was making yeah. the most money out of everybody in sports ever and then tiger woods shot up and he shot up and he surpassed everybody and nobody has touched him ever. So they, they couldn't offer Tiger Woods the amount of money that yeah. he would require. Oh, yeah. But Phil Mickelson is a very good second. <laughs> one of the best, if not the best, like he's second tier to Tiger Woods only if he is second tier. Like there's golfers that will argue that he's better than Tiger. So yeah. like. And I don't fucking know the golf world like that. So it's Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson. They're up there at the top. He's he's like, all right, suspend me. They knew that they could get suspended. He was like yeah. 200 million. That okay. I made yeah. 200 million for a tournament. This is just a tournament, isn't it? It's not even like a full I'm season. I'm not sure. I'm not because I'm not originally, sure. like, I'm pretty sure it was I'm pretty sure it was a tournament or multiple tournaments, and he was gonna play. Originally, before the PGA suspended him, he was going to play PGA Tour tournaments and live tournaments. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's what his his plan was. And then Dustin Johnson just won like the whole fucking tour last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. This last like the last season, he just won it. He just won the whole fucking thing. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, my name's DJ and I'm going to be playing for Saudi Arabia. And he made like <laughs> yeah. the little... He made like the little Disney sign and he's like on a TV <laughs> commercial. It's my in, name's Dustin Johnson. It's and... in the blood of that journalist. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and so the, the, the interview that I saw with these guys, and I don't think it, uh, I think Dustin was up there. I don't know if he was, um, it was three generic looking white people that play golf. So it, I know it definitely wasn't Phil Mickelson, but it could have been Dustin Johnson because he looks like a generic white person that plays golf. But yeah. there was three of them, and they were asking him questions. And this uh, one journalist asked, is there anywhere you won't play? Like, is there one place that has too much going on in the world where you won't play? 
And they're like, like, and then he went on because most of them were like, I'm not really going to answer this question. They both all kind of looked, there was three of them. They all kind of looked at him like he was fucking stupid. And he was like, uh, he was like, like, let's say if Putin said, hey, we're going to have a golf tournament. Like, literally, that's the first thing they said. Like, if Putin is going to have a golf tournament uh, in Russia, like, would you not play there because of everything that's going on there? And the one guy was like, I mean, you're you're talking about things that I'm not even being offered. So, like, I don't really know what you want me to say here. Um, and yeah. and then somebody else came on, uh, like one of the other guys, because there was three of them. He was like, "You're just you're just asking hypotheticals. I'm not going to answer a hypothetical." Like, I'm. He's like, "No, I'm asking a question." And he was like, "Yeah, but your question is a hypothetical. Like, I'm not yeah. going to answer that." And it, you know, like I don't blame these fucking guys. Yeah. Like, I get it. I I fucking get it. Like, do you, bro? Get your bag. Yeah, get your bag, dude. And you know, like, I I haven't I haven't watched the any of the tournaments or seen anything about live sports. Honestly, I haven't looked into him too much. No, but I have some seen with some internet chatter how reliable this can be. But internet chatter has been saying that uh, the live broadcasting is actually pretty good. Well, and, and you know, a lot, what I've heard is the PGA makes them pay to go to every tournament. The PGA makes them go everywhere or they do the everything that they want to. They have them. Yeah. They've had the monopoly on the sports world for a long time or on the golf sports world for a long time. So they get to do whatever the fuck they want. And I think the top 65 players or something like that make a million dollars a year. Like that's the average. They make a million dollars yeah. a year, like the top 65. And it's like, wow. I'm not saying that that's right or wrong. Like, I don't mm-hmm. fucking know. They're playing a sport. Like, I get it. Like, but people like to watch. How much is ESPN making off of PGA Tour coverage? Yeah. How much is the PGA Tour making off of mm-hmm. selling out their business to ESPN? Like, how much are these people <laughs> making compared to, you know, the, player. the rest of the players? Like, I, it's the same thing with any other company and i'll use mine as an example it's like our our little section there's six of us five of us this year that actually made money for the company we made something close to three almost three million dollars or close to uh three million dollars we're very close to that three million dollar mark and with that all of us get paid under i think the highest goes 40 dollars an hour maybe maybe that's a real close maybe and with our trucks the gear everything that we do they basically in the first three in the first two months three months of this year i paid off my salary like what or not even salary because it's not a salary but i paid off my hourly wage basically we want more money like that doesn't seem like an insane thing to ask for in the first three months let's say all three of us in the first three months paid off our salaries let's say it's based off of our you know our if our income is close let's say the two top guys because they've been in the business for so long so they make more money if they paid off the salary their salary in five months or six months and I'm one of the lowest guys, the lowest guy out of the five, not including the six, because the six is brand new. 
not brand new to the fucking uh, industry. We pay off our salaries and the I paid off mine in three months. Let's say the two top guys paid off theirs in six and it ranges between and the average is four. Let's say it takes four to five months to pay off everybody's salary. It takes three months and none of us make over a hundred K it takes. That didn't make sense. If it took us a year to make $3 million and out of the five of us, none of us make over a hundred K. So that means you have over $2 million in profit, $2 million in profit. And that's, with like our trucks, insurance, all the gear that we sell, everything else. You make $2 million in profit, people are going to start asking questions like, hey, can I get more money? Like, yeah, yeah. That's a general, easy question to ask at that point, especially we just had our fiscal year. So it's like, yeah, we want more money. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Like that's so with the PGA guys, it's like we're we're bringing in a certain amount of money. Yeah, you, you see want this kind of happen in the UFC as well. Yeah, well, and Dana White had a good point on Pat McAfee's show where he said, we do business with people that a lot of people aren't going to like. But guess what? We're going to still continue to do business there because they're bringing in our money. Like, they're bringing in our money. And people are going to watch it there regardless. Because, so there's a lot of things that Saudi Arabia does that we dislike, right? Yeah, there's a sure. lot of things. but. If I had the opportunity to go make a million dollars in Saudi Arabia over a year and I didn't have to claim any of those on my taxes in the United States, would I do it? Absolutely, I would. <laughs> You're goddamn right. You're, You're goddamn right. Because like, it's like, it's like, bro, you think you like, I don't, I generally don't think that the majority of Saudi Arabia, like the normal ass fucking people. I have more in common with the people of Saudi Arabia, the general peons that are just like me of Saudi Arabia than I do with any of the leadership that tells them that they need to stone fucking, you know, gay people in the square. Or like, yeah, that's, or that's just how it fucking is. Like, especially, especially in the, yeah, especially in the bigger cities. Like there's a lot of people that they're like, we're not making any decisions over that thing. Or yeah. you tell them what they've, you tell, like if somebody immigrates from Saudi Arabia to here and you tell them what Saudi Arabia has been doing for the last 20 years um, with the United States, they'd be fucking surprised because they don't, they have no idea. Yeah. They have and no here's, idea. Here's the fucking hypocrisy too. It's like Phil Nicholson played for America, right? The PGA, which is yeah. like for, for America. You it's know? America's team. The fucking America and Saudi Arabia are waging war on Yemen. So it's like, should Phil Nicholson not play for the PGA because America is waging war on Yemen? There are allies, so I don't see what the fucking problem is, right, yeah. America? Yeah, dude. We're fucking. What are the journalists asking that question? Yeah. They're not there because it's yeah. not a question that's allowed to be asked. Well, they care about is they they don't like seeing governments kill their people. Well, and they don't want to see 17 players from the PGA committing to a Saudi Arabia golf tournament or yeah, golf bet. league during Pride Month where they yeah. stone the gays in a square. I want to know <laughs> I want to know 
if if ESPN is out of this deal, like is I I'm kind of interested. Oh, if they're not. Lives they're sport, not. They're gonna be involved. Yeah. If they're gonna be involved. Sports, if Lib Sports is getting their their monies over to ESPN, then it won't. I don't think it'll be that big of a problem in the ESPN area. But the PGA, they're definitely gonna be pissed. Yeah, like uh, you know, some of the people uh, accuse Dana White of playing favorites for um people that get title shots but it's like a russian just fought for a championship during the entire ukraine thing oh i didn't know that (laughs) yeah peter yan he's fucking russian as fucking russian gets like Mm -hmm. and he fought for a title and i think the title was in like dallas texas or it was in some place that it's like anytime a russian comes up everybody boos Mm-hmm. you know and it's like god yeah. I, I wouldn't boo the russians that much in the ufc because the russians fucking know a thing or two like they're they're pretty fucking good at fighting people like yeah you know what i mean and so like i don't know it's just the craziest thing right now that dude the pg because the pga is white right like that's the biggest thing is like the pga tour is fucking white as hell like it's white white yeah i mean it's mostly i mean there's a there's a few asians that slip in there few uh there's one black one, guy that everybody one knows. one black guy i was about to say few but i'm like one one black guy that i can think of <laughs> and, then, and he and gets like, duis and beats his wife so no his wife beats him oh yeah that's right that's right that's right his but he still gets the dui him. yeah he gets the dui his white wife beats his ass afterwards but yeah. you know it's just it's just one of those things where it's like get your bag bro like at this point in time like there's very few things that the the only time that i hate people getting their bag is like uh like big pharma or police officers like and maybe i'm skewed like you know yeah. I, and i Wait, can maybe you have a bias yeah here? yeah maybe i have a bias and and a bias <laughs> <laughs> a bias and uh you know i can i can admit that i can admit that i have a bias at this point in time but like phil mickelson's not stoning people in the square because yeah. they're they're gay like <laughs> yeah he's not killing journalists and well, dustin might be cool but he's not doing that if he if he comes out in support of the (laughs) you know the killing of journalists in the uh in saudi arabia for talking about their war crimes then i'll have a problem with phil mickelson you know but he hasn't done that yet he hasn't done that yet so you know okay get your bag bro yeah, get your bag. Dude, when you're talking about the Russia censoring thing, that's kind of funny because sometimes I'll play – so I play chess at the app, chess.com, um, and on that app, it always pops up like whatever fucking country – your flag, whatever country you're from, and they blurred out the Russian flag. You should change yours to the Russian flag. If I do, I think it'll be blurred out because it's like this gray flag, and I'm like, what is this? And if you click on it, it'll pop up where it's from. And it every time I click on it, it's blurred out. It's gray, but it says Russia. I'm like, whoa. That is wild. Because is well, weird. there's there's a couple of people that have talked about chess recently on and this is going back to TikTok. And that's only because I've uh watched it a lot this week. So I haven't had shit for work. But uh, um there's a lot of people that are like, I just I'd rather live in Russia than the United States because 
at least I can get away with um, being a, what's the word you use? Or at least I can use corruption and I don't get fined for it. Like yeah. we know they use corruption. We know we like the people in Russia are like, we know that the Russian government uses corruption to get what yeah. they want and to do those things. But I know as a citizen that I can use that same corruption and I won't get penalized for it. And that's like, I think it's that, I don't know. He's making the fucking rounds right now. I can't remember his name. He kind of reminds me of, no, he's not, he's not Russian. He was on a big brother episode and then he got really big afterwards. I don't remember his name right now. I'll, I'll find it and I'll fucking, I'll probably talk about it on the next podcast. I'll find his actual name, but he actually lives in Romania because he's talking about how Romania is like, yeah, like we know the government's corrupt and they know that we do corrupt things, but everybody's like, as long as you do the corrupt thing, like you're not going to get in trouble for it. And, you know, it's just the standard. It's just the standard. It's like if you just automatically accept that everybody's going to fuck you over, then you fuck over other people. It's not a good way to go about like doing things, like in my opinion, but like as long as they're corrupt and they don't shit on you for being corrupt, then, you yeah. know, it's a whole cabal. Yeah. Know? It's we're like, whatever. Yeah. We're all in on this and we're all trying to make money, like whatever. But just with the whole Russia thing, it's just, it's just wild to see how crazily it's died down recently. Like we're not talking about it, especially because like Russia had like a really big win in one of the cities recently and the Ukrainian, like <laughs> national, television said that they yeah. did like that was weird yeah yeah, and yeah. it's like well like honestly like colonel colonel douglas mcgregor you know this is where i'm taking it from he's kind of saying that like russia is gonna make big like they're gonna like this summer you're gonna see people like start being like oh let's let's start to ne- negotiate like the russians I mean, or the ukrainians well, uh, probably uh, he thinks that other like the other countries in Europe will start being like, yo, what? This, oh, NATO. This needs to chill out. Yeah. But they like they think like Germany and like France are going to get like really affected by this. And like a lot of countries are because they're like six million people have fled Ukraine. So that's a major <laughs> influx, major influx of immigration in these countries. And like. When there's immigrations from different cultures that move into another, I mean, watch what, ha- look what happened with the me- immigration problem going on with the Muslims fleeing the Muslim countries into Europe. And it caught a lot of animosity, a lot of problems amongst the uh, citizen. So you can kind of expect the same thing happening with all these people fleeing Ukraine. Cause it's just like different cultures mixing together and they have disagreements and they have problems and some things get violent. Well, and- the Ukrainians don't really like the rainbow flag that much. I can just tell you that. <laughs> Well, I thought I was talking about joining the like what is the foreign legion or whatever. Yeah. Or no, sorry, I wasn't thinking about joining. Well, I was thinking about raising. You know, I was in the military. Like I understand when you're like you're doing military go. stuff that it gets really boring. It gets really really boring, right? Like you just there's not a lot to do sometimes unless you're fighting and and, and the shit like there's just like you're sitting around waiting to get shot at. So, like, they're going to have a lot of free time. Maybe they don't have very good cell phone service. I was thinking about getting some books together. And I, 
obviously even like a good classic for Europe, you know, hits home. Like, what about like the Diary of Anne Frank? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like if we, what if we started a GoFundMe for Jewish books, like books that we want to send to Ukraine for the citizens and the people in the military? I think I think this could raise awareness for like Is that you the know, book what, you're sending. That's what I'm gonna. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna start GoFundMe for. Give me, <laughs> give me Ukrainians the diary van Frank. <laughs> we'll see uh, how that goes. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's see how it works. I don't, I don't know if that's gonna work out too well. Yeah, they might. They'll probably send it back. No, they'll probably I don't probably know, just burn it in a square. Yeah, they'll probably be like, oh, more with all the gays. Juice. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh, and those shit. bankers <laughs> during Pride Month. <laughs> oh, dude, crazy love times, it. dude. Crazy, crazy times. times. Um, this was fucking fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, go check out our Patreon because Typo is going to start uploading episodes of his own show on there. Yes, sir. When, when are you doing that? Sometime this month. I promise. <laughs> I promise it's going to happen. I talked to people. There was a Patrick uh, yeah. McFarlane. He was at Childeberg, and I was like, "Listen, dude, I'm going to release the episode we recorded. I promise. <laughs> I promise." So that will come out soon. I promise all of you, and we we will be getting more episodes of just me. I'm actually not. Actually, I'm going to scrap all the people I recorded with and just talk in the mic, just me, for for like an hour. <laughs> that sounds horrible. I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to subscribe to that. I'm trying to lose followers. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole goal on this podcast, to be honest. Like, I, there shouldn't be as many of you as there are. So no, yeah, we're, trying we're trying to reduce our base. Yeah, we're just... <laughs> We 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 aren't looking for people that find us interesting. We're looking for loyalists that will follow <laughs> us until the end of this this disgusting podcast until it crashes and burns. Ape together strong. <laughs> if you're still here, I love you. <laughs> uh, that's the fucking shit show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Go check us out on bitingthebulletpod.com. Yeah, and that's it. We out. What's up, everyone? Let me take a second and tell you about our new sponsor, David Day. He offers a legal protection membership that gives you access to attorneys 24-7 for as little as a dollar a day. When you're pulled over, don't talk to the police. Shut the fuck up and call your attorney. When a company screws you over, don't try to call and fight them. Have your attorney write them a letter. Take action to be the man of your house and protect your family from the worst aspects of the state. Visit David's website at davidday.com backslash bullet so that he knows we sent you. Um, that website is david, D-A-V-I-D-D-D-A-Y.com backslash bullet. Uh, let him know that we sent you and uh, hope he protects everything you need out there.